listening to the No Life Skills Podcast with your host, Ashlyn. My advice for other sex workers, don't do what I did. Giving you an inside look at the fascinating world of sex work. Yeah, a little bit awkward, but uh, informational, I guess. Connect with other professionals and allies of the industry. I was like, wow, this is easy money. Now, join the conversation while we share inspiring stories on the No Life Skills Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of No Life Skills. I'm Ashlyn. This week was supposed to be with my friend Leah Lawrence, the part two. And we had some scheduling difficulties because Leah's on the road right now on tour. So she's trying to secure that bag. So she ended up not having time for me this week to record this podcast. So she's going to be on next week's episode. She's just too busy sucking dick and making money. And I can't blame her, you know. So this week, I got my good friend slash client Sam to join me. And we just shoot the shit and talk about the time that we took home a stripper. So that was a fun story. And Sam also joined me for the Advice with Ashlyn segment where we give advice to people who are new to seeing escorts, like what to do, how to contact them, you know, washing your dick, all that good stuff. And so for next week, if you have any questions for Leah, make sure to get in contact with me. And also, if you have another topic for the Advice with Ashlyn, please get in contact with me for that as well. I'd love to hear anything you want me to talk about. And yeah, I guess I'll just give you guys an update on the billboard because I was so excited about getting a billboard. And, you know, I just thought it would be funny to have my tits on a billboard in Edmonton. And I ended up getting denied from three advertising agencies already. So love that. So I definitely think that the world discriminates against sex workers and hookers and escorts and whatever you want to call it. So that's nice. You know, I'm trying to give these people all my money to put my face on a billboard and they don't want to take my money. I figured someone somewhere would help me, but it's looking like that's not the case. So, you know, if you have a vehicle and you drive around the city, maybe let me put my face on it, you know, for advertising and I'll like suck your dick one time. Let me know if you're interested in that. But I'm in the process of looking at other avenues for advertising, you know, places that will actually let me advertise with them. And I just think it's interesting because a couple of years ago, I know some of you know this already, but there was a woman in Winnipeg who actually got a billboard and she was advertising like her escorting services and it made national news. And so I remember that. So I'm like, why the hell can't I get a billboard? And the funny thing is, like with this podcast, I'm not necessarily promoting prostitution or trying to like advertise my own services in that way. Uh, it's purely like an educational, you know, commentary on sex work. I don't know. And even if I was trying to just get a billboard to advertise my services, it's a thousand percent legal in Canada to do that because I am allowed under Canadian law to advertise my services myself. I don't know. It just seems like there's a bit of a legal gray area. So I'm going to be looking into like advertising standards and like what is and what isn't allowed and trying to find maybe some more smaller companies that might be able to work with me. So if anyone has information about that or any ideas, definitely let me know. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. And yeah, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, please give me five stars. If you write a review, I will send you a free trial link to my OnlyFans too. So, and make sure to share this podcast, you know, your family, your mom, your dad, your grandma, your church, anybody would be interested in this, I think. Don't be shy. Tell all your friends about it, please. I'm even advertising this podcast on my dating app profiles because that's how desperate I am to increase my listenership because I'm shadow banned from Twitter. So there's only so many ways that I can freaking promote this thing. So I'm doing my best here. And so, yeah, our sponsor this week, again, is uh, myself. So please follow me on Twitter at Adore Ashlyn or at No Life Skills. And 
consider subscribing to my OnlyFans if you haven't already. That's moreashland.com. Anything helps. Really appreciate it. And again, if you have any questions, comments for next week's episode, please get in contact with me. I would love to hear your thoughts. And anyways, let's get into the interview with my friend Sam. Okay. Hi, Sam. <laughs> this is Hello. a take take two because yesterday we recorded and then I went to edit it and then I realized my microphone wasn't plugged in properly and it sounded like I was underwater and yeah, I just didn't want to put that out. So thanks for joining me a second time. No worry. Okay, Sam, would you like to introduce yourself? And oh, I got to tell, I got to say that you're a local celebrity. So this is Sam. Sam, we're not using your real name because you're actually a local celebrity from Fort McMurray and you need to maintain anonymity. That's right. I am Fort Mac's local celebrity when it comes That's to right. <laughs> That's right. So what else? Who is Sam? Who what is do do? Sam? Who do you, what do you do for work? Any hobbies? <laughs> All right. So Sam in a nutshell. Uh, yeah, I've been living in Fort Mac for like the last seven years under my own will. That's too um, long. It is too long. So uh, engineer by trade, and I guess just trying to get that dirty oil money. <laughs> yeah, and now you're fun employed. And now, now I'm fun employed, exactly. Yeah, have you considered uh, maybe becoming a male escort? Um, I would if I didn't have to deal with sucking so much dick. If it was just strictly <laughs> seeing females, I would, but... Uh, yeah, but you know that, that there's there's probably no market just to see females. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. So are you saying you wouldn't go gay for pay? Everybody has a price. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I haven't come up with that number yet. I don't think I ever will. No, you, you wouldn't suck a dick for some money. You just close your eyes. No, doesn't doesn't seem appealing. Even if I close my, it's all about texture. I don't think I'd enjoy the texture too much. <laughs> the texture of cock in your mouth. You're not into Pretty that. Much. Last thing I wanted to be doing is pulling out a pubic hair from my throat. Uh, no thanks. Sam, that happens to me all the time. I basically floss with pubes at this point. Hence why I (laughs) shave, exactly. (laughs) And I appreciate that very much. (laughs) Okay, so how long have you been seeing escorts, and how did you find out about the world of escorting? The world of escorting. So uh, I think my first experience must have been six years ago now, five, six years ago probably. So my first experience with an escort was actually I was uh, down in Edmonton uh, partying it up with my friend. And uh, we didn't have any success at the uh, the local bar. So when we <laughs> went back to the hotel, he uh, had the brilliant idea of, hey, let's go on back pages and uh, find some escorts and have some fun. And uh, one thing led to another. Uh, both of us ended up getting two escorts for the night uh, shared in the same hotel that we were staying at. In the same room. In the same room, yeah. So four kinky. of us. Very kinky. Him and his girl and me and the girl I was with. And uh, the entire experience lasted a total of about five to seven seconds. Marathon man. Marathon <laughs> man, yeah. There's not just thing as one minute man. It's a seven <laughs> second man. That's, that's amazing. And so what happened after you were finished? So the way it went down was, uh, <laughs> good thing the lights were off, so I didn't have to see Thank what God. was going on on the other bed. But uh, yeah, I finished in about five or seven seconds, like I said. And then I think her exact words were, oh, we have a quick one here. And then she uh, she got up to go like clean off in the washroom. Didn't even hand me a wet wipe or anything. I'm just laying there, soiled, naked, <laughs> on bed. Vulnerable, watching Vulnerable. your friend fuck his girl. Vulnerable, hearing my friend fuck. I didn't want to even turn around to look at what he was doing. And I'm sitting there, <laughs> and the whole time I'm thinking, like, uh, I hope he's not looking at me. I hope he's not, like, paying attention to what's going on. Like, I got to get up and clean up. But, yeah, I kind of nah, laid there on the bed deep. for a total of five minutes. <laughs> five oh, minutes of just deep. shame. 
It was shame. <laughs> In your yeah. own filth. She couldn't even give you a wet wipe. And these hookers, Not how much all. did they charge you? Uh, so I think we got these two for... 700 for the night for both of them for the hour sorry not for the night for the hour yeah and these hookers they're charging 350 each for an hour and they can't even afford to give you a wet wipe nope not at all so safe to say uh you weren't a repeat customer no definitely not this was like one of those like uh late night you know search on back page whatever ad comes up first whoever's available i think we had texted like two or three ads and then like they i think they were like a third one that actually replied it was like two in the morning too so like so you know it's gonna be quality. That point. It was definitely uh, quantity over quality, I guess. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, I get texts like that, too, in some places. I go to bed at, like, 10 o'clock, and I wake up to 15 messages. Oh, I can and, imagine. Uh, yeah, I mean, none of them are serious. If I reply, they're probably like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> you don't even, they don't even know who's going to show up or who who they're going to find at the door at that point no, at 2 a.m. Right. And, and we were, like, downtown Edmonton, like, in a pretty sketched hotel, so I'm sure that didn't attract the right type of uh, customer, I guess. <laughs> Nice. Well, yeah. and then seven seconds later, and then you were hooked. And now and you just hooked, yeah. see escorts all the time, right? Yeah, I think ever <laughs> since then, uh, it just became a thing. Uh, I think one of my other friends, like a mutual friend of his, he's seen escorts before. And I don't know, we just kind of got to talk when we were hanging out one time. And he's like, oh, like if you want like a decent escorts, like you got a budget and you have to like go use like uh, the form boards. So like go check out CAF. So he's the one who introduced me to the CAF form boards. Yes. Or, uh, escort review. And what do you think the benefits of using CAF are? Oh, a lot for sure. So, uh, gentlemen, if you're doing your research, yeah, like I wouldn't say that Leo list doesn't cut it, but going on the CAF review board at least gives you a sense of who's out there in the industry, who's reputable, lots of reviews. And it's not even just about the reviews, but you get to see like girls who like repeat their ads. You get to see what they're talking about. There's discussion boards. Uh, and you just kind of get a sense of security that. For the most part, most of them that are on there aren't there to rip you off. They're all part of one community to kind of like support each other and then also like support the clients that actually want to spend time with them. That's right. Yes, that's great advice. So, Sam, do you remember how we met? Yeah. <laughs> barely. <laughs> barely. I think we've, we've talked we've, about this about seven times now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, eight times now. We've had this debate for sure. So our <laughs> recollection is that we met in Fort McMurray, I think, when you had first started working but neither of us kind of remember that actual uh, time together. And then we actually had like our first time like in Edmonton. Yeah, because the first time, I guess neither of us were that memorable. And it's very no. weird because I'm pretty sure the first time we ever met in Fort McMurray, I'm pretty sure you saw me for two hours. And like, unless I was hammered, which I don't think I was. But no, usually... I don't think you were. It was like midday <laughs> or something. And like you were just well, like very know. quiet and like very shy. That's what I oh. remember. This is back it's so long ago. I was a baby hooker still. You and were still a baby hooker. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I remember your name because your real name is weird. And I thought like the cops were going to show up or something. It's hard to explain. But yeah, so I don't know. It's very strange. And then when you contacted me again, I like didn't have any texts from you, I'm pretty sure. And it's but just the so funny weird. thing is, I actually like when I went to go text you, like it showed that I had texted that number before. And that's, that's why I was like, oh. Adam, I'm like, I'm pretty sure we saw each other in Fort McMurray. Huh, I'm pretty sure too, but uh, who knows? Maybe I was drunk at one o'clock in the afternoon. You never know. 
<laughs> yeah, I just knew that I had to drink to get through my time with you, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm that unbearable, ladies. Uh, well, seven seconds. That's a long yeah. time. <laughs> exactly, yeah. A lot can happen in seven seconds. Oof, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, the second, the well, the official time that we remember. We're going to come to one of the official time. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually booked me for two days. You came down to Edmonton and we got an Airbnb. Yeah, that's right. We got an Airbnb downtown Edmonton. It was actually a really nice Airbnb, to be honest. It was. It was yeah. very nice. Yep. Yeah. We'll get to that story later, though, because that, right. that was a... Uh, that was a fun time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so I guess another question I have for you. Do you ever have any shame around seeing escorts or did you? No, not shame. Like, so I think initially when I started to see escorts, like kind of kept it to myself just from the point of like no one kind of really needs to know. But uh, like I have a very tight circle of friends and we all, you know, shoot the shit and talk with each other. And then, you know, it just kind of happened one day that I told them, oh, yeah, like I'm seeing escorts and all that. So I I'd, pay for pussy. I, pay for pussy i don't i didn't think or like the reaction i got wasn't what i was expecting it to be it was more like they're more intrigued and interested not more of shaming but again uh a lot of them like are either in committed relationships or just have never been exposed to like seeing escorts and i think they they all have that stigma is like oh escorts like you're paying for a hooker off the street and like that's dirty and and all that but like no shame and and like making me feel bad about them but it's more like more questions about it or just more of curiosity like oh how can we see them and, and all that so yeah so they're like living vicariously through you exactly i was just gonna say there are some of them definitely live vicariously through me with the questions that they ask me you could just kind of feel like <laughs> they want to be there instead of me it's like oh yeah like so how was it and like you know, just get all excited and what kind of questions do they ask you well, so for the most part i think a lot of them like when i tell them like uh oh i'm gonna go see this girl for like a weekend like down m10 or we're gonna go do a trip or whatever they're like you're paying that much to spend like two days with her or whatever. And like, how many times you're going to have sex? And like, is that even possible? Like and they try to just break it down, like pure, like math, right? They're, uh, all, yes. they're all engineers. They're all nerdy engineers. So I think one friend was like, Oh, you're paying like 300 bucks an hour. So what is that? Like, you know, 20 bucks a fuck. Are you fucking like 10 times an hour? Like, are you getting your money's worth? And, he yeah, wishes. Stuff like that. So I'm yeah, like, got to oh. get your money's worth. That's the most important thing when it comes exactly. to seeing hookers. Get I think your they money's look at it worth. as like a return on investments. Like, are you oh profitable or not? Like, oh, oh I mean, I'm making a profit. It's up to you if you agree or not. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, man. Do you think your friends, if they uh, you know, like got divorced or uh, became single, would they ever see escorts because they've heard about your experiences? Not the friends that I have now, I don't think. Some of my closer friends that I had from, from Ontario that also moved out to Alberta with me, uh, a couple of them had actually seen escorts too. So, like, they're aware of it, but I think it was more, like, kind of a boredom thing. And, like, they're just horny and, like, all right, well, can't get any pussy in Fort Mac, so we'll pay for, for an escort. So, I think that was their experience. Yeah, man, it's slim pickings up in Fort Crack. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you know what? I think everyone at the end of the day is paying for sex. So, you know, that guy wants to chirp you for spending, I don't know, a few grand on a weekend trip. But how much money did he have to spend with his girlfriend taking her out oh, to dinner and buying her things? probably way more. I think he spent like 2500 bucks just on the espresso machine that he bought her. Holy right, shit. That, that's a weekend that I can have fun with. I don't need Oh, espresso. my God. I would love a $2,500 espresso machine. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so have you ever had any bad experiences like getting robbed or the old bait and switch? So definitely, uh, so I, not bait and switch because you uh, you told me what that actually was yesterday. And what, was, what is uh, a bait and switch for the bait listeners? Bait and switch is, is when someone posts an ad and you go see them and they're not who their ad says they are or they're like completely different. I would say for the most part, 
the ladies I've seen somewhat resemble their photos. Obviously, somewhat. Like, not me though. I don't look I, anything like my I'm pictures. I'm sure there's a lot of photoshopping going on, but like you could tell that's the person's like, oh, like you really took a good angle looking photo, uh-huh. but you're not really that good looking in person. Oh, or stop! Like, stop you- telling them about me, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling everybody my secrets. Yeah, or they look like 10 years older than uh, than their photos, so maybe they're just not updated uh, photos. But I definitely have been been robbed a couple times. I, I'd say like two or three times too many. You've been where, scammed. Nobody uh, like nobody beat you up and like robbed no, you. No, no, not robbed, but definitely scammed where, you know, pay for a deposit, you know, set something up and go go meet them at their in-call or wherever they're staying, and then no text or no response once you arrive. And it's like, all right, well. There goes a couple hundred bucks that uh, went to an account that I'm not aware of. Yep. And where did you find these girls that scammed you? Mainly on LeoList. Actually, all. Yeah, LeoList. All of sure. them, yes. So yeah. listen up, men. You know, I'm not saying don't ever see anybody from LeoList because I advertise on there too because not everybody knows about the review board. But if you're going to see somebody from LeoList, just do a search on Calf or something to see if she's, like, legit. Like, you know, it's or else you might be out 50 or 100 bucks and then it, exactly. when that happens to guys it ruins it for girls like me who don't actually scam oh, for people sure it does it because ruins then, it both ways i think because yeah lo- as a client you lose trust that hey like are all the working girls like this and then from your end i can assume that you're thinking well now these guys are sour and they're probably going to start to hassle and harass you and yeah you know, well, the thing is, with deposits, I get it happens all the time. Guys say to me, like, well, I can't send a deposit, been scammed before. And it's like, well, you know how many times I've been scammed? A lot more. Like, you know how many times people have booked appointments and then just not shown up or canceled last minute? And that's wasting my time. You know, I'm out hundreds of dollars. Right. Over my career, I've lost th- tens of thousands probably on on people who, oh, like, imagine. no-showed me. Like, and I'll just say one thing, too. Like, for, for the gentleman, like, for my experiences at least, like for the girls that are actually like reputable and like are actually who they say they are, the deposits aren't crazy amounts. So like if I'm booking Ashlyn, let's say for an hour, whatever mm-hmm. her hourly rate is, like the deposits maybe no more than like fifty bucks, hundred bucks. Like you know, it's something just to kind of provide that security and like that respect. But at the same time, like if they were cheating out of it, it's like okay, fifty bucks. Like yeah, it sucks, but it's not. You're not paying the whole hour. And yeah. you kind of have to just have that faith that, you know, if you've done your research and the girl looks legit and she's got ways to prove that she's legit with her Twitter account and her website and all that, whatever, it's it's 50 to 100 bucks and you know that you're going to go see them. And I've been in situations too where if I've had to cancel for whatever reason and I've given them enough notice, more often than not, the ladies actually ret- return my deposit or they'll say, you know what, we'll hold it uh, for next time we meet or if not, like we'll gladly return it and then book us when you're free. Yeah. Yeah. Like for me, I just want to make sure the person's going to show up. Like that's all it comes down to, you know? So nowadays if someone wants to pre-book me, like I just, I won't, I won't write anybody down. I'm like, listen, if you don't want to send a deposit, you can text me the same day and try your luck because I just like most of the time people pre-booking with no deposit, they never show up anyways. So now we know how to not get scammed. So that's great. (laughs) Would you keep seeing escorts if you got into a relationship? Uh, no, I don't think I would. Just simply from the fact I think if I'm in a relationship, if I'm in that mind space, I want to commit to that relationship. Now, if saying that if there's any problems in the relationship, whether it's, you know, personality, if it's intimacy, whatever those issues are, I would want to resolve that with the person or at least move on. Like, if I'm not meant to be that person, then I'd rather just, you know, have the relationship end and then, you know, kind of be at my own free will and not kind of have 
I wouldn't call it guilt, but like I don't know, I'm I'm just not that type of person that would want to see someone else if I'm in a committed relationship. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're unhappy, you'd rather just be single rather than lying exactly. and sneaking around. Yeah, exactly. I get that. And I don't think you would see escorts either because I'm going to bring it up again. But <laughs> <laughs> you did get into a relationship and then you blocked me on everything. And me and Sam have each other on like our personal social media and stuff because like we are friends. And I was like, what the hell? Did this guy die? I even got my mom, Shannon Sweet, to try and message you because I was so worried. I was like, what the hell happened to this guy? Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, my, I got my mom to go after you. Yeah, she did. <laughs> I was surprised. I'm like, damn, okay, this is serious. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, what? I, like, it's just not something I thought you would do, even if you weren't like paying me. I was like, I thought we were cool. So, that joke's a, on me. <laughs> uh, no, definitely a low point in my life. Definitely regret that. Uh, no excuses there. But yeah, I was. I was in a committed relationship and I don't know, just with the way things were going, I kind of wanted a, a fresh start and I was kind of focused on that. And I, I was trying to, I guess in my mind, I, I put it, I got to get rid of every influence uh, that's not supportive of this relationship. And part of that in my mind was, okay, like I got to stop seeing escorts. And I just didn't, didn't have the decency. Unfortunately, I did not have the decency to tell some of the, uh, the girls, especially like Ashland that were actually friends that, Hey, you know what? Like I'm, I'm actually going to step back from this and, and kind of give them the heads up. I just yeah, because I totally would have understood. Reason, I, just, I blocked. So, and like, what do you think that I wouldn't have been supportive? No, I don't think it was a matter of that. I just think it was more like in my mind, like I kind of had to rip the bandaid, sort of say. Like I don't know why I was in that in that mindset or in that mood, but I felt that uh, you know, there's a lot of things going on in my life, not just seeing that person, but other things in my personal life where I'm like, I needed to kind of get rid of some bad vices or some bad trigger points. So, uh, there's other health things that I was, I was concerned about and all that. So I'm like, you know what, I got to start fresh. And I just kind of wanted to do the whole rip the bandaid off and just kind of move on. But in hindsight, uh, knowing that me and you, for example, I actually have a friendship. It was wrong of me to kind of put my own needs ahead of that. Well, I mean, like I wouldn't, I would never be like, Oh my God, how dare you get into a relationship? No, that's right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would be happy for you. And even if you did want to block me or whatever, I would be like, okay, like I get it. Sucks. But yeah, yeah I, I hear you. So next time, I just hope that you would tell me. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I don't think there will be. I, you're never going to get into a relationship. Well, well, if saying? I ever do get into a committed relationship, yes, you will be the first to know and we'll, uh, and the first I'll, to get I'll blocked. I'll do right by you. Exactly. No, no, you won't be the first to get blocked, but I'll do right by you. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay cool i don't know maybe you're one of those guys that finds girls who like don't want them to have other women friends i don't know i know it's a weird situation maybe <laughs> so actually funny that you bring that up so uh i ha i was in one relationship where it was like that where like the recent one say, no there's one before that uh mm -hmm. i think this is like before me and you met so this is probably like mm -hmm. early 2015 i don't like i used to still be in touch with one of my other exes and we're just friends and like Legit, it was just a friendship, and I don't know, she, uh, she kind of noticed that, like, uh, you know, like, she'd see texts from her, and she's like, oh, who is this person? Like, I don't want you talking to them, and all that, so I was in a relationship like that where the uh, the other person was kind of jealous in that sense, mm -hmm. and I guess like, I can kind of understand it from their point, but it was more like, you know, there's nothing to worry about. Like, that ex actually had no problems to even, like, meet up with her and say, you know what, like, we're just friends and kind of clean the air, but no, didn't go down that way. Really? Yeah, I just think that when people are like that, it's just 
comes from their own insecurities because probably whatever their experiences were or like yeah but it's not fair to put put that like project that onto the new person that you're dating because like for example me and my ex are on good terms now and like i like his girlfriend and like it's not a big deal like there's nothing going on and we just it's just cool it's just it's just nothing honestly right so i just like can't fathom no, and that's the way it should be. Like I said, that, that's right. It's not fair for the other person to kind of put that on, on the person they're seeing. But like yeah. that, I can understand where they might be coming from or if they've had past experiences that, were, that hurt them. So I can see where that defense mechanism comes from. But that's something that they need to get over or that they need to deal yeah. with. They need to work on themselves independent of you, 100%. independent of the person they're in the relationship with. Because it's going to be like that with anybody, you know? 100%. Yeah. So anyways, so something about you that I think is different than a lot of clients that I interact with you always like to book like super long appointments like you don't even meet someone first and you want them to come up for a whole day or like two days or something and maybe this just isn't super common because nobody wants to spend that much time with me but uh, I just want to know like why do you go for like the super long appointments when you haven't met the girl like two days one day uh good question um I don't know I feel that like for me seeing escorts it's as much as part of it is obviously like to have that sexual intimacy and that fun, it's more about actually spending time with someone and actually having a companion in that sense and, and just kind of having someone to hang out with. So I don't know when I, when I'm researching girls or when I'm meeting a new, a new lady, like I try to tend to go for the ones that I know I'm going to connect with on that level. And uh, I guess living in Fort McMurray, it's uh, it kind of puts you in a situation where because there isn't that much, of a marker, there isn't a lot of girls that work here that are that offer that type of service. I end up having to go down to Edmonton or Calgary to meet some of these ladies. So I look at it from the point of well, if I'm already gonna go down, like I'm not gonna go down for an hour and that's it. Like I kind of want to make a weekend out of it. Or same thing, like if I can't come go down, I'll bring them up to see me. But don't you think it's a little risky sometimes? Because then it if is. you don't if you don't like the person, then you got this girl stuck at your house and it's weird and then she like leaves her pants there. Remember? Like you were just because yeah, I, I keep remember. telling you, I'm like, why why you do that? Like just try them out first. And and then you're you say to me every time, I know I should have listened to you. <laughs> you're right. There there is definitely a risk doing that. Uh I guess maybe just part of my nature that I try to, I tend to trust people kind of just off the bat. Or you can't I'll trust these I'm, hoes. I think that I'm sometimes getting a good vibe when we're, uh, when we're initially introducing each other uh, to ourselves. And then, like I said, sometimes it, it works just like how I uh, envision it. And sometimes I, uh, I'm in a situation where like, oh, well, it's not that this person's bad, but like, I don't want to be spending the whole weekend with them so yeah but you've had mostly good experiences though right i would say i've had mostly good experiences probably just like one or two off yeah yeah and then you tell me afterwards and then i I come around to you like oh my god this this happened and i'm like man you start laughing at me i know i laughed every time on me (laughs) well that or i could have just like told you someone to see and like recommended somebody that is true but you think that i'm going to be jealous but guess what i'm never jealous (laughs) only on twitter that you're jealous only on twitter and then i think these i i know i fuck with these other girls that i see you commenting hilarious and they're like one girl got mad at me and she's like you're not even following me how come you can see my stuff and i'm like it's because you like sam commented on something and this girl's mad at me and i was like i'm just kidding like i'm please i will share i'll share all your money (laughs) it's fine i want most of it but i will share (laughs) yeah you get royalties don't worry royalties i should get like a referral fee when i am referral fee yeah (laughs) yeah kind of kind of like kind of like a pimp but like a booking agent i don't know 
Does that make sense? Who knows? Yeah, I shouldn't say that for legal reasons. Well, you've already, you've already picked me out <laughs> once before. We'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. So I guess my next question. So do you prefer to see new girls all the time or do you prefer to build a connection with someone you've previously seen? I would lean more on building a connection with someone I've already seen. I still do enjoy seeing new girls. And, and uh, why is that, though? Like the thrill? Like, you never know if you're going to get robbed, you know? Like, it's kind of like yeah. an adrenaline rush. No, I just think every, everybody has something unique or different to offer. Like, me and you have a friendship, and, like, we get along, and we have a good laugh. And, like, there's certain things that me and you uh, like are into, like, where we have common interests, and, like, we just have a good time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I'm seeing someone else, maybe we spark a different type of connection. So I think everybody has something a little bit different to offer. So I would tend to stick with, you know, a smaller circle of ladies that I feel comfortable with or that I know I get along with. But it's always nice from time to time to to meet someone new as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you just always want to find that hidden gem. Take one for the that team, as gem. they say on the boards. Yeah, I'm taking <laughs> one for the team where no one even knows I'm taking it. <laughs> well, yeah, because you don't post about it, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I had another question for you that I thought of because it was the question for um, advice with Ashlyn last week. Okay. And so I want to know, do you think when men are married or have a significant other and they see escorts, do you think that is considered cheating? Yes and no. So l- let me start off with the yes. The yes would be if they're going behind their you know significant other or behind their partner's back and seeing escorts. Now, again, whatever the reason is, like I don't want to get into that, but if they're sneaking around or it's 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 to me i don't see the distinction between that and if you're in a committed relationship and you're out there sneak around seeing someone else escort mm-hmm. or not uh i think though for you know, like said so like you've mentioned on your podcast before too where some of these men maybe they have uh certain issues at home with their partner whether or not you know it's a physical thing or a sexual thing where you know they don't get that love or support but their partner is supportive in the fact that they say you know what if you want to go see an escort, that's fine. So I think in those circumstances, it's not cheating because both partners are are aware of it. And, you know, there's a common trust that, you know, they're working on the relationship and that's one avenue on how they're working on it together. Yeah. And I think like cheating is when you're going outside the parameters of the relationship that you both, that both parties have agreed upon. So, but unfortunately I've met, you know, I met a handful of men that tell me that their wives or girlfriends know that they see escorts, but I think it's like super few and far between. Right. And the person who asked me that last week, they told me that um, like their wife didn't want to have sex because of like PCOS or other health issues or whatever, right. like no libido. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, yeah, if, she, if you're sneaking around and going behind your significant other's back, obviously it's cheating. I don't know what else it would be called. No, exactly. Like I said, there's no difference between that versus you just cheating on your significant other or someone else that you met at a bar or wherever else you met them. Just because you're an escort, that doesn't make the distinction. Yeah, and I think for me, like, uh, I don't know what would bother me if I was in that situation. I think if my husband or boyfriend was having, like, an emotional affair with somebody, which I think an emotional affair is more common outside of seeing escorts. So if you're seeing, like, another another civilian. So I think if someone were to be seeing escorts behind my back, that would hurt less than them having, like, an emotional affair with somebody, you know? Fair enough. And and you probably have a viewpoint on that just because of where you are and Mm -hmm. because of you know you working so you can kind of understand that side of it but yeah you're right Mm -hmm. like uh, if two people aren't on the same page or they haven't committed to what they've agreed on then I would say that's cheap Uh, very interesting okay and so maybe we should talk about yeah the first time that we 
<laughs> officially remember meeting. You want to tell them about the strip club? <laughs> sure, yeah. I, th- I think that's what gave me the uh, the infamous status. Yes. Like, the local celebrity status. Oh, that's right. Totally. Yeah. So I uh, went down to go see Ashlyn uh, book the Airbnb just when we spent the weekend together. And uh, one night she's like, oh, let's go out to the strip club and just kind of have some drinks and have some fun. Little did I know that she gets a little bit uh, devious when she drinks. <laughs> yeah, this is why I can't drink anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was quite funny, though. It was still an awesome night. Yeah. And uh, then she's like, all right, well, let's let's grab grab a stripper and like go, take her for a dance and then go from there. And then as we're getting a lap dance from uh, one of these strippers, <laughs> Ashton's <laughs> trying to pimp me out. She's like, she's telling her, it's like, oh, he's got money. He'll pay. Come back for us. And like, let's have like a, a fun night. Like, let's do a duo. And. Yeah, one thing led to another. She actually ended up coming back. I'm like, he's got money. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's quite funny. And there's uh, there's more to that story, too. I think we had Yeah, I barely remember. Yeah, you barely remember. You were drunk (laughs) out of your mind, but. uh, I was so wasted. I I am usually not that confident uh, sober, so don't get any ideas. But I love the strippers. But the problem is, when I go there, I always get so freaking drunk. And I barely remember, like, telling this girl, like, hey, come back with us. And I was like, he'll pay. And then somehow I got her number and she had to be like super quiet about it because like they don't want the strippers like doing that. It's like super against the rules. She could get fired. Yeah, so she did end up coming back. Yeah, you pretty much her into like an overnight escort. Like you got her escorting one-on-one. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And she was so young. I mean, I was young at the time too, but she was like 19, I think. Yeah, but don't, she was, don't, Leah, let's not think about that because if <laughs> she was too young, that might not be a good thing for me. No, no, no. She was legal. She freaking worked at the strip club. True, but true. I just know that she was like, she was so young. She was a nice girl though. And then I remember we went back. Somehow we thought that we needed more booze. And at this time, the liquor stores were closed. I certainly didn't need anything to drink. But when I'm in that state, there's no stopping. Well, I don't even think I drank anything once we came back. But anyways. I don't think you guys did. Yeah, I think all the balls stayed (laughs) unopened. Yeah, so me and this girl just leave Sam because she wasn't drinking yet because she was driving. We go to her place, come back. Sam's just laying there thinking, oh, well. Oh, shit. Yeah, at that, at that moment, I'm like, one of two things can happen. It's either going to be an epic night or I'm going to be just left sleeping by myself, <laughs> all sad and lonely the night that I just got scammed. I'm like, damn. But no, that did not happen. Ashton, we definitely uh, fucked. through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then you lost your phone. That, that was the other part of the story. That was uh, yes, this is also what I always do when I'm drunk is I've got two cell phones. Sometimes I have three, depending what kind of game I'm running. Who are Anyways. you? Three cell phones. Like, oh, you don't want to know who I am. Oh, <laughs> I, if, I told, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. So anyway, somehow I lose one of my freaking cell phones. Apparently it was just in her truck. So I'm so hung over the next morning. I'm freaking out about the phone. And then we go pick it up from this girl's apartment. Oh, man, I remember I was so well, hung over. That part of the story is funny because, like, I didn't have her number. You had her number. I, it was on that phone that you had lost. I don't know how we end up getting her number. I think you end mm-hmm. up having that number on your other phone. But, like, it took us a so while weird. to kind of get that number. I Maybe I had that. to like restore the iCloud backup from the other phone. Something like that, yeah. And then like we end up texting her. Good thing she replied. We're like, yeah, we think she left her phone in your truck, <laughs> or she can't find it. So we draw, and she lived pretty far. Like it wasn't quick. So I'm like, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Like the night before, I'm like you guys actually drove all the way there and then all the way back to the Airbnb. Apparently, yeah. yeah. So we went there. Luckily, the uh, the phone was in the truck, so we picked it up. Uh, yeah, I've lost my cell phone so many times. I've washed it. I just, one time I lost my cell phone at the strippers another time, or no, maybe in like the Uber on the way home from the strippers. And then this guy like blackmailed me. Yeah. 
good times, good times. And then what? Oh, that weekend. That was such a fun weekend. What else did we do? We went to the Mutart Conservatory. That's cute. And we also went to the Ice Castles. Our yeah, first you owe me picture, a picture together. By the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. I still. <laughs> I have to send it to you. It's very cute. So we'll yeah. show it at our wedding one day. Exactly. That'll be our wedding photo. <laughs> you always tell me that your parents would love me. So. Oh, they would. I think my dad would. <laughs> but I'm white, so. Yeah. That's fine. Are you sure? <laughs> Yeah, we'll cross our bridge when we get there. I know how brown parents are sometimes, so I don't know. See, I'm going to have to cut that out. (laughs) 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 No, nobody will know. There's lots of different kinds of brown. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. We'll just leave it at brown. Okay, okay. My my brown clients who listen to this will love this part. Oh, they'll probably laugh their ass off. I've got a thing for brown guys. What can I say? Once you go brown, all the other colors let you down. Oh, is that the saying? Okay. Yes. I've heard that. Well, well, I know yeah. about the once you go black thing. I never heard about the once you go brown. No, 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 man. It's brown. That's why I got brown interior in my car. I just love oh, I love the brown. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else? You had some good stories. Oh, well, then there was the other time I came down to see you for your birthday a couple years ago. And we went out and we had... Uh, you, you got drunk that night, too. That was, <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that was the... <laughs> we went to this really nice restaurant downtown. And it's like my favorite restaurant. And we got this like freaking hundred dollar Wagyu beef, whatever. Oh, the that fuck. was probably the best beef I've ever had in my life. And then this guy is trying to be chinty about I, it. I remember. I think you paid for part of it too. Like you treated me, which is kind of what awesome. the fuck. I was too <laughs> drunk then. You shouldn't have let me do that. What the hell kind of hooker am I? Don't I do know. what I do. Other girls listening. That's <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm uh, thinking of something else. But that's, that's no, what you, I remember. You might be right. I don't know. But this. So when you get the Wagyu beef at this restaurant, they like come and show it to you first and then this guy's trying to be chintzy and be like I'm are you chintzy? sure that's the biggest yeah remember when they showed us the way <laughs> beef and you're like um do you have a bigger piece and i'm like oh my god we're not doing well, this. hey, that's the brown me like <laughs> if i'm paying if we're paying that much for steak we better be getting top-notch steak oh my god and guess, was it worth it oh hell yeah it was okay good see and I their drinks right. were really good too i remember they had like some really unique drinks oh i know it's tender. like they um it's like a craft cocktail bar and you can just give them like three uh attributes i don't know what the and they'll make you a drink out of it yeah yeah, yeah i remember so. you kept getting the spicy drinks too I'm like that like yeah, you like jalapeno uh, in yours or something. oh i know and i kept i kept telling them that it wasn't spicy enough and they were like uh oh they, it was spicy <laughs> you were just drunk oh yeah yeah like, i can handle like spice but that was spicy see i don't well i i think alcohol like uh affects your taste buds like dims your senses it does so yeah so that oh, was and then you fun. have the whole uh adventure of the bidet in the washroom. Oh yeah, then I went to the bathroom and they this place had heated toilet seats and like bidets and so I don't know how to use this shit. Like I don't know. And so I I know I turned on the bidet and it like hit me in the face and there was like <laughs> water all over the bathroom. I'm like, "Oh <laughs> my so god." Funny. I know. Speaking of bidet, back when COVID first started, I was really running low on toilet paper. It was actually a problem. Which is so sad to like actually think about that people were actually like <laughs> running all yeah like my life is so hard how could i ever survive oh it's just that's the most <laughs> traumatic thing i've ever been through anyway so this guy sam's like oh get a bidet so i'm like fine i get a bidet and he's like i'm gonna come install it for you and it's been a year been now <laughs> a year <laughs> pretty he much keeps, actually it's almost been a year to the day yeah you, you keep teasing me he's like i'm coming down soon i'm like yeah okay let me know <laughs> I have no, yet, I this bidet is going to be sitting here for the next two years. It will be installed. On my watch, I promise it will be installed. Oh, man. So you're going to install my bidet, and then you know what you're going to do? We're going to cook dinner, and you're going to do the dishes, and I'm going to be so horny. 
There you go. Exactly. You get a <laughs> clean bum, you get to be cooked for, and you get your oh. apartment clean. There you go. Oh, my God. I love it. Well, yeah, when yeah. he comes over, we're just like an old married couple. We, we don't are. sleep in the sleep same bed. Beds. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he cooks for me. He cleans. It's He's so nice. I just love it. <laughs> I cry. These people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's part of the girlfriend experience. <laughs> yeah, he gets the real GFE, especially yeah. when I'm like hungover and want to die. And he's like, oh, it'll get better. He's like trying to make me feel better. He's like, do you want me to get Starbucks? <laughs> yeah, I've done that a couple times. That's right. So nice. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know we got to do yeah, that. The only thing we're missing time. in this relationship is like, like fighting. Fight. I know. <laughs> but it's, yeah. Nah, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not much of a fighter even when I was in relationships. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we have anything to fight about. Except if you block me again, then maybe I'll True. fight with you. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, and then the time that we did a duo at the downtown Crack Max oh, in Calgary. Yeah. yeah. So oh, you were down there for business. I was down there for business, so I can't really say too much. But needless to say, I had a had a hotel downtown that was uh, paid for by work and uh, <laughs> kind of left it was, my own It was not a nice hotel. <laughs> it was not a nice hotel, but hey, it was free for me. So <laughs> That's true. I end up texting mm-hmm. Ashlyn. I'm like, hey, like, I'm not doing anything. I'm in Calgary. Like, you want to come down and hang out? It's like, I'll be there in like two hours. I don't know what, you were like super excited. And then like, yeah, you brought, you're like, oh, we'll do a duel. I'll bring my friend and all that. And then, uh, yeah, it was a good night. We went out for dinner and then uh, we waited, I think up until four in the morning for you to get your pizza. The yeah, because pizza again, I was, I was drunk and of course I needed pizza. Yeah, this is a pattern for me. Hey, it was the best tasting pizza <laughs> I've had in a while. Oh my good. God, we waited so long for that goddamn pizza. I just remember it was like never going to show up. And yeah, it was so late. You had to work so early the next morning. And I remember the beds in the hotel were so small. They were like a double bed. And like, we're not small people. So then I remember I slept with you. And I don't like sleeping with people. No offense to anybody. It's, it's me. Somehow I <laughs> end up on the floor, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, apparently I put I put him on the floor. And then yeah. my girlfriend got the other bed. So that's that's cute. So <laughs> that's the, oh, yeah. the real GFE. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I remember and, going to work the next day, like completely wrecked. I'm like, all right. Well, <laughs> then I'm thinking, like, these two ladies have to get out of the out of the hotel because like, I got to check out that day. But <laughs> you extended it, for so. us. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, so nice, so nice. You just do the most for me, except exactly. install my bidet. Apparently, <laughs> that's the one thing that will happen. I promise. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> one day, I'll believe one it when day. I see it. 2021. Yes. Yes. I'm just used to men disappointing me, so my expectations are very low. <laughs> no, I will, like I said, if I got to drive down there to install and drive right back, I'll do that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, because I have you here and you've already given such great advice, the advice with Ashlyn question for the week was advice to guys who are new to seeing escorts. What should they do? Where should they look? How should they go about it? Give us your best tips, Sam. So like I mentioned before, definitely uh, check out the review boards. Check out the uh, CAF review form. Uh, sign up. Super easy. You, I don't even think you need to sign up to look at some of the discussion boards, but it's... No, I think no you pro- do. Oh, you do you? Okay. So yeah, sign yeah. up. Uh, you uh, get to see the girls that are in your city or in cities that you might be interested in or where they're touring. They'll put up their ads. Uh, there's reviews from both clients and even from other working ladies uh for themselves it's a really good community and i think it's way better than going through leo list like I said the downfall with leo list is um for the ones that maybe like, if they seem too good to be true they are too <laughs> good to be true yes so like ashley mentioned like you'll still see repeatable girls on leo list but then it'll be very easy to know who they are because they'll put a link to their twitter handle they'll put a link to their website 
they'll tell you to go check out their calf reviews. So, you know, yeah. it was just maybe another avenue for them to advertise, but yes, don't solely base your research on, on Leo list. And even if you find someone on Leo list who doesn't have any of those things, you can always cross reference with calf. If you search like the last four digits of their phone number, oh, I didn't um, know that. something could come up. Yeah. Or the girl's name or yeah. Cause there's always guys on calf looking for, intel on leo list girls which i don't understand because there's so many girls on calf you could just see there's uh, yeah, I've no seen that way before too. i never got that but yeah that's, <laughs> that's i guess another way like if you are adamant that you know someone on leo list piques your interest i've seen it before on on calf where someone will say oh yeah i found this out on leo list is it legit or not and then you yeah know, and you i find usually an answer, at least usually if you have to ask it's not legit that's been my that's experience right. <laughs> so like these guys post links to these ads and i can tell in two seconds that it's like fake pictures fake ads she's probably gonna rob you it says like party friendly that means she likes to do drugs so i don't know if that's someone's thing but that's what that means yeah, anyways I th- and I, I think the other thing too would be um you know when you're actually like trying to go see the escort it's super simple just listen to what they ask of you like whether it's the pre-screen deposit whether it's you know some sort of personal information just like comply with it it's not that like if you're in that mindset that you want to go see an escort then just do it like it's not that hard and like it's for both but it is hard because so many guys get it wrong. apparently but like (laughs) i I think maybe because they look they view it as you know oh i'm giving away all this personal information like try to think of it as that it's actually uh also for your safety as well too in the sense that like if the girl is asking you questions like that again like you have to be like you have to have your own judgment but like the way the questions are asked or like if you're interacting with someone like if they generally want to know about you and like there's certain things that they're asking like it should make you feel safer versus just talking to someone like oh yeah come meet me right away and like no sort Mm -hmm. of information no sort of detail that's going to be a sketchy situation Yeah, and I think when you're first making your initial contact with escorts that's something that guys get wrong 90% of the time, I would say, if not 99% of the time, like send her a text. Don't just say, Hey, or, or something like you available, babe, or where, where are you at? Like, no, don't do that. Be like, hi, my name is Sam. I'm 30 years old. I'm located in Edmonton. I'd like to see you on this day. I prefer in call. Let, let me know. Thank you. Like, you know, send like, be like a normal human being. And it's honestly not that hard. Like I treat the guys that send me a proper introduction like gold. Okay, like, because I can tell they're serious already off the bat. They've read my ad, read my website, and they know how to communicate. If someone just sends me, hey, I'm likely to not even reply. So just send, like, you know, you have some common sense, send a nice message, and yeah, I'm sure you'll get a response that way. And I was just thinking about this the other day, too. Like, I'm sure it's going to fall into two categories. Like, some guys might just want to see an escort just because they just want to have a sexual release, and that's it, like, Mm -hmm. nothing more than just to have sex. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, just go go to a, a parlor, go to a massage parlor. Like if you have yeah. a massage parlor in town, that's probably even better. From it's holds your uh, like anonymity or like mm-hmm. keeps you like from having to give too much information. And at the same time, like I haven't been there, but like I'm sh- you've worked there, Ashley. Like you could mm-hmm. probably speak on it. But like from the guy side, like it, it, I'm sure it's run very well in the sense that like you're going to be secure. You go in there. You get to see a couple of girls, but okay, great. That's the one I want to go see. And like, you don't have, if you don't want to go through that whole bother of deposit and sending out all the information, maybe that's one way of doing it. But yeah, if you want to spend true. time with an escort, you know, like for a GFA experience or like a longer date, then if you're in that mindset, then what, like you shouldn't have an issue with doing the deposit or 
doing yeah and like with yeah and like with the massage studios or like the rub and tugs it's the good thing with that is you can just walk in you don't always need to have an appointment you can see who's working and if you don't like anybody on shift you don't have to stay it's not a big deal and um some girls don't take deposits they want a reference which means they want to talk to another girl that you've seen so if you go see someone at a studio you can use that girl as a reference there in a lot of go. cases too if you don't if you haven't seen anyone else before. So that's the other thing. I would thing. say, yeah, if you're definitely starting out or if you're new to the the whole escorting thing, that's maybe the best way of going about it is go to a massage parlor because your expectations should be low where like, you know what, maybe you only want to try it out for like half an hour, an hour, like you don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And then they it should be a little bit cheaper than, you know, trying to budget for a, a longer date. And then if you like it, then you know, find out what, what makes you happen. If you, if it's not for you, then it's not for you. Yeah. And there's so much information on CAF as well for the studios and like reviews of the girls that work there too. You can find out anything you want. So yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. I didn't think of that last time. And I think then, the only other advice I would give to like, if like once you actually go see an escort, I think this was probably the best advice I was given to by an escort when I first started seeing them was the cleaner you get, gentlemen, the dirtier <laughs> they get. So, Amen. Wash your dick, gentlemen, and your asshole. Wash your, your dick and wash your ass. Yeah, we don't want no more shit stains on Ashland's. No like, shit days. stains in my house, okay? No more. It's 2021. I don't have time for men who are going to shit on my bed, okay? I've endured enough trauma. I've done my time. No more, okay? I can only I've got imagine. washcloths in my bathroom, okay? Scrub, scrub your ass. Scrub your dick. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> exactly enough said on that (laughs) oh all right we have to bring up the shitting on the bed every episode apparently that's just gonna be my brand now so anyway i'm I'm gonna have to get a t-shirt that says don't shit on my bed yeah no (laughs) bidet for you no (laughs) bidet i would wear it Uh, yes you would you'd wear it to the gym or something probably (laughs) oh man okay well thank you sam do you have anything else to add go see ashlyn I guarantee <laughs> I, you, one thing will happen. You'll walk away like laughing like crazy because she is probably the one of the funniest human beings I've met. So, not for anything else, go just go have a good laugh with her. But I'm sure you'll enjoy your time. I paid him to say that, so thank you for the yeah, the, plate, the product account, placement. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for the bidet to be installed. Then I'll. Then oh, I'll, that's how that works. You'll okay, I'll be yes. I'll be there right away. Okay. Okay. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. And I guess yeah, we'll end here. Thank you for listening to another episode of No Life Skills. Follow Ashlyn on social media at No Life Skill or at Adore Ashlyn. Be sure to like, comment, and hit that subscribe button. We'll see you on the next show.